Payments Podcast from Bottomline Technologies. The Business Payments Barometer surveys 800 financial decision makers, allowing us insight into the payment trends of 2020 and the areas businesses are focusing their investment and time on for the rest of the year. Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast, and today we're talking about the future of payments and specifically where they're heading. With me today is Ed Adshead-Grant, General Manager of Payments at Bottomline and the face behind the Future of Payments section of the Barometer. Hi, Ed. Um, good morning to you and welcome back on the podcast. Thanks, Rich. Good to be here. Wow. So fifth year of the report now. Uh, I suppose let's start by uh, asking what your reflections on the report are as a whole over recent years. Yeah, it's amazing how how time flies here. It's year five and this was something that we put together for the industry. Um, literally five years ago, there was a space to collect the voice of the corporate, the voice of the business in, in payments. So we've now got a great timeline over a number of years where we can track some of the trends. And in particular for this one, it is probably one of the very last snapshots of the business voice just before the COVID hit us in, in 2020. So be interesting to see next year what comes out and also great to go through this year where by the way we've doubled the sample we're now 800 companies on this one to really pull out some insights on on payments in the uk yes very exciting stuff indeed and the format's um, been largely uniform so we'll begin with uh, some of the drivers of change that will have the greatest impact on payments in 2020 so what were this year's top results please ed Top three this year were uh, mobility, uh, easier access to technology, and fraud, concerns on fraud. Um, so interesting to see these here. Mobility was the same as last year, and uh, perhaps we'll talk about that a bit more, but I think it reflects the, the digital nature of payments. Easier access to technology is a large uh, request from everybody out there, I think, who want to just use technology in a quicker, faster way. And then fraud, we've always seen that, that up in the top three for many years, actually, and is is still an ongoing battle. So easier access to technology has had quite a significant uh, jump this year. Now, what do we, we mean by easier access and, and why do you think we've seen such an upward trend? I think the access to technology is something that really starts in the consumer world and then comes into the enterprise and, and the company technology stacks. So cloud is now pretty prevalent. Um, paying by subscription makes it easier to digest and access technology. And you hear a lot about the API economy um, where things are built once and can be used many times. It's, it's a pingable service to, to pull into a technology experience. So if you bring those all together, I think there's just a business demand now that they can switch things on new services, richer services, given all the underlying uh, technology developments for uh, payments. And how about cash visibility? So I expect that's something that businesses are, are, are placing at the utmost importance at this current time. Yeah, cash visibility is a big area. I mean, cash is still king. Never run out of cash. They'll teach you at business school on day one. So um, with COVID that now comes into play, I think this will show up uh, very much so in, in the sixth barometer. But we already had the trend lined here in the fifth barometer. And who knows how much longer 
cheap lending can continue for businesses to fund themselves and move forward. But here we, we had some statistics right deep down in the raw data that uh, 6% ranked cash visibility, their number one element, uh, and it's moved up to 16% on the data that we pulled this year. Uh, so it's out there. It's a concern. They want visibility. They want to sweep it across different accounts, run their business, make sure they're well-funded and successful. So I think we'll see that each and every year and definitely 2020 barometer is there. Now, back in 2018, if you can uh, cast your mind back that far, um, blow away some of the cobwebs, uh, we noticed that uh, Brexit was ranked uh, number one in terms of um, you know what was on, on people's list of important topics to address. And in this year's barometer, it's now become changes in the trading environment. It's now dropped uh, four places in those two years. So what do you think the cause of that is, Ed? Well, Certainly the link to Brexit is simply that it's, in many people's minds, it's it's done. That The details yet to be signed off, of course, and we're looking towards the end of 2020 for, for the politicians to sort out trading arrangements. Um, but in terms of being ranked at number one previously, that there's no longer a need. It's, it's almost like the financial decision makers now know that risk. They've put a, a box around it. You can put a date on it and you can put a predictability around it. Um, interestingly, actually, for now, this is something that we're struggling, I think, all as financial decision makers around the pandemic. That is a hard one to manage because there is no end date. And I think that's one that's causing a lot of ambiguity as, as people sit down and make sense of this data that happened just before COVID and where they are now and how they plan forward to make sure they have got a trading environment that will support the sustainability of their business. So Ed, this is the first time that the business payments barometer has gone on to view whether the impacts uh, that have been noticed are positive or negative. Now, what are the results shown and why the shift? Yeah, I thought this was an interesting element to, to introduce the positive or negative perception. Um, and when you, when you look at human nature, that you have the fear versus hope model, where some people say that the fear, the negative stuff makes people make decisions faster than the hope positive side. Um, but here, what can we take from this? Well, uh, the easier access to technology was ranked as the most positive. So that was at 64%. And maybe that's seen as an investment in the business. Uh, you're buying in more toys, better ways of doing things. It, it's a purposeful decision to, to improve the business that you can control the budgets and the accounting around it. Uh, the mobility, the mobile payment piece uh, was also high. Um, I think that probably reflects the fact that we were digitalizing anyway in the industry. And with current conditions and the pandemic, that's only going to uh, accelerate. And, and then the security and fraud that came in uh, on second on the positive side. Um, which again is interesting because fraud you might see as negative, but if you're stopping it, you're preventing it, it's one of those areas that's it's only a win-win if you spend a bit more money on the fraud to stop it, then uh, you're preserving your funds. The only loser, if you like, is is the fraudster themselves. And that's a big area. It's, it's one that we, we look at and research a lot at bottom line, and there's various solutions that, that are worth. And I would encourage 
corporations to look at and business to look at, like confirmation of payee and sanctions, in-house checking. It's a big area, but one that positively putting investment in it always pays back. So I think that's the the more positive trends uh, explained uh, succinctly. How about some of the more negative viewpoints, Ed? Well, the negative tends to bring up the regulation perhaps unfairly at times. I'm actually a a fan of regulation to a certain degree. Um, I don't see regulation as necessarily an evil, negative thing. The, when used in the right way, and the FCA in the UK is a very positive body in many of its activities where they've introduced innovation sandboxes and can be seen as someone who supports adoption of new solutions. They try and stop fragmentation in the market. They sponsor the uh, rights of the consumer. And if you wrap it all together, um, Regulatory changes can actually be positive, but here in our data, it came through as a negative element, but only for 16% of the time. So it's not a a massive negative outlook on regulatory intervention. But my my view would be that it's, it's probably because of forced action onto the business and often, especially in the smaller business uh, companies, they really want to focus on customer service trading levels and some you know some innovation to to delight the end user and being distracted by stuff they have to do with limited budgets uh, can be a, a negative element there we go a bit of a scoop there ed is a fan of regulation um moving on uh, moving on slightly um what have we seen of the differences depending on the the size of the business so smaller to, to larger enterprise for example Probably a couple to pick out of uh, this year's barometer here on the size. The smaller businesses uh, were uh, more likely to find that the changes in the trading environment was negative. And I think that makes sense. They they want to trade, they want to build, they want to scale, uh, and anything else is a distraction. So on the smaller side, I can see why actual top-line results, revenue, turnover, trading is is important to to succeed in but then if you look at the larger businesses they're often more wary of regulatory changes Uh, we have had 14 percent come out on the data this year and that probably reflects that they are more complex beasts there's more complexity in the layers of a larger business and if they are enforced to make changes sometimes the ripple effects is quite painful to make sure that Compliance has gone in correctly, it's checked, and uh, it's been done properly. So as we head to a close on this podcast, Ed, uh, let's end on some of the main considerations that uh, organisations listening should be digesting over the coming months. Well, it's uh, and it's done at a time where, like I said at the the start of the podcast, it's our last real data snapshot of business thinking before the pandemic really hit, which is a massive black swan event to to distract, disturb and cater and accommodate around the running of the business. Um, I'd say some clear themes have emerged. The first one is, is change. We, we've always talked about change in the payment industry. It's a very busy market right now with lots of overlay services and innovative uh, elements coming through. I think with the conditions 
that a mouse struck straight after the barometer, there'll only be an acceleration in the digitalization of businesses and how they pay and get paid. So I think that's a big one um, to digest and take away. There are others around efficiency and fraud that I'm sure we'll, we'll cover on other podcasts. Um, and probably the, just the other piece that I would pull out as well is a recommendation that I've made once or twice in the past, which is to have someone in your business or corporate that really champions payments, someone that can watch what's happening because it is a busy market with a lot of change and a lot of opportunity. And if you can turn the change into competitive advantage, make the way you pay and get paid smart and secure and part of the customer journey, it can really be a worthwhile investment to have that champion internally scan the market and bring ideas to the boardroom. Ed, thanks so much for taking the time to review this year's results with us. And I'm sure we'll be hearing from uh, from you again on similar subjects in the coming months. Thanks, Rich. Always a pleasure. We will be reviewing additional sections of the report in later episodes, but if you just can't wait until then, you can explore this year's results firsthand by downloading the 2020 Business Payments Barometer on the all-new and exciting BottomLine.com website. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today, but in the meantime, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider, and we'll see you all next time. Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.